My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. We have another exciting interview ahead of us. The two guests I'm bringing on today have been through it all, and I'm really excited for the conversation, um, wins, takeaways, what's working, uh, lots of great conversation within that alone. David B. is an entrepreneurial consultant who runs a mastermind group and has some video coaching fa- Though it is and continues to be an incredible journey of trial and error, error failure, success, failure and success, David now spends the majority of his time helping people who are also interested in living epic adventures. The other guest I'm bringing on alongside David is Teresa Maverick, a life coach who is going to help you find the joy in your daily activities, release stress from your body, prioritize time for your passions and shift into a positive internal dialogue while breaking down any barriers that arise along the way. These two guests are, are co-founders in I don't I don't know what the fuck I was doing podcast, which I love. If you guys haven't heard it already, go check it out. But thank you so much for jumping on today, you guys. Can we give them a warm welcome? Yeah. <laughs> Hi hey, guys. Thanks for thanks having for us. Jumping on. We're excited thanks to be so here. So much. Absolutely, I'm super excited for the interview. But before we really get started, would you mind just you know? going into a little bit more of your background. How did you get to where you are today? Because you guys are kicking butt and I think it's fantastic. And I just, I really want the audience to get to know who you are and where you came from and and everything like that before we really jump in. Absolutely. Yeah, so my quick little story is I was actually in the retail world for a really long time. Um, so I worked for various different, different retail companies and I just got so sick and tired of being like one of the frontline workers and just getting like treated like garbage, basically from customers and management. And it was just a really rough spot. Um, And so I eventually I was like, you know, there's something else that I could do with my life. And I don't know what it is, but it's got to be something. So I took a kind of a leap of faith and jumped into a bunch of different entrepreneurial endeavors. Um, But one of the things I actually started because it was such a lonely journey trying to figure out entrepreneurship from you know, only having a, a retail background, right? Um, I started a group called Colorado Master, a Mastermind Group, basically, where I was just trying to find other people doing the entrepreneurial thing. And it was just, we would meet over like pie and coffee and talk. And it ended up growing and expanding um, pretty amazingly. We've got about 2000 people across Colorado now. Um, and it's turned into something really, really cool. So on top of my different entrepreneurial ventures, I also run that. Um, helping other entrepreneurs kind of launch and start and um, kind of go undergo their own journeys and adventures. So, yeah, that, that, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, well, for me, I started off long ago in corporate America, going to school full time and working a day job, and um, I got married and had started creating a family and realized that the corporate nine to five was not where I wanted to be. Um, so I started working in a network marketing company and left my full-time day job to pursue that. 
And since then, um, also fell in and learned how to be a life coach, which is I'm in love with doing. And so now that is what I do is my full-time gig is I get to help people. Um, my favorite people are stressed out people. I don't know if any of you, you know, most of the time it's like, do you know any stressed out people? Like, yeah, <laughs> everybody. Yeah, anymore. absolutely. <laughs> but I love helping people like learn how to release that stress and embrace their life, move forward and do what they are passionate about and take action on that. So right, that's where I'm at now. Yeah. I love how you, you know, went from the rat race nine to five, and now you're doing something that you're actually passionate about and you're actually making a difference, you know, uh, and I'm sure you were making a difference before, but you're doing something you're passionate about. And I'm sure you're like, it's just, it's incredible. So great for, I'm proud of you guys. That's amazing. I'm so happy you were able to share a bit of your story and, um, I think you're kicking butt. So this is great. So we all know that building a six figure or higher business can be challenging. Um, there's also the wins, like we mentioned earlier, do you guys mind talking a little bit more about some of the wins and then some of the challenges along the way as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So for me, one of the biggest things that I found, a, a quote that I really like is, um, is that luck is where opportunity and preparation, preparation meet, right? And so some of the biggest wins for me really were just blind luck. And, but I was also prepared enough to handle that. And one thing I see a lot with entrepreneurs is that they'll get like these huge lucky breaks, but they're not prepared to deal with it. And so their success kind of never takes off. So one big one is when I started the mastermind group, granted, remember it was just a hobby for me, right? And it was just something I was looking to bring people together. And then one of my mastermind members was like, hey, you should probably start a website for this. Um, and I was like, well, I probably should. And so um, we did that. And then I ended up getting uh, someone was starting a huge mastermind organization. And they reached out to me because I owned coloradomastermind.com because I'm so witty with names, right? Um, right. And he was like, hey, we're launching a huge mastermind organization. Would you like to kind of test it with us? And so it was just this really great strategic partnership that showed up simply because I had um, taken a couple of good steps out there. Right. Um, so big ones for you. Yeah. Well, I think for me, the saying um, practice makes progress instead of practice makes perfect um, because I am a recovering perfectionist. So it still shows up at times. But um, letting that go, and sometimes when you feel like you're stopped or you're like, this isn't, it's not good enough. I need more. I need better. I need something else. Learning to go, hold on, let's just take a baby step. Let's just move forward in this direction a little bit. And if it's imperfect, if it needs to be, you know, modified later, that's fine. But if you never take that step, you could spend all day thinking about it and, you know, ruminating on how it should be better, or how you could do it instead of just taking that action and then going back. And um, so that's for me, letting go of that perfectionism has been a big deal in making any sort of progress in all of my right. businesses and life in general. Yeah. Wow. Compelling. I love that. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Like once you start doing something you love, you know, and then you start to do that, you know, a little, I guess not exactly self-development, but you change those things in order for you to, um, 
become better at what you're doing. And it's, yeah. So thank you for sharing that because that is so important, I think. And it's so true. You know, practice doesn't make perfect, (laughs) you know? So we can't, we, I find that we're always so hard on ourselves. Um, a lot of the time, you know, when things are just not perfect, but we, we have to step back and really realize, well, look how far you've come and look what is happening, you know? So well, it's all it, a problem. It does take self-development though. I know David and I both are like yeah. self-development junkies. Like we've both yeah. done, yeah. we've done all sorts of courses and read all sorts of books. And there is a time to like take it and apply that knowledge for sure. But right. I mean, it does take self-development to like get to the point where you're in your own head going, oh, Oh yeah. The book I read said what to do when I get stuck in this spot and actually using using that. What is one of your favorite self-development books? Um, I, gosh, I have a ton. Right. (laughs) Um, The one that came to mind right now, I love You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. It's really, it's a quick read. It's a light read. Also anything by Brene Brown. Um, she talks a lot about vulnerability and authenticity and that I think the world needs more of, and you can use it in business with friends in your life. So yeah, those are some of my favorites. Yeah. One I, I really it. like, I don't know if it's exactly personal development, but one of my favorites is from good to great. It's like old school now, but it's just like that difference between good and great is always just a couple little things. In a, right. You know, I love those kind of case studies. Interesting. Well, I have read You Are a Badass, but these other two, I'm going to check them out. Oh, yeah. Renee Brown has like lots of books. You really can't go wrong. Renee Brown. (laughs) Okay. That's good to know. Okay. Thanks so much for for sharing with us. Um, So I guess we'll jump back into the questions. When did you start your podcast? You know, we touched on that earlier before the interview, but I just want to, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So the podcast was born in 2020, of course, like we all needed something to do. Um, Right. It was just because, yeah, I was running my mastermind group and then all the in-person stuff just stopped. And I was like, I need to do something. Um, And I was like, I don't know. And this is where the name came from. It's like, um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, I don't know what's going on. Right. (laughs) That is the best name. And it's so true. (laughs) Like, we don't know. We, we take it step by step, you know, we most of the time don't know what we're doing. Um, yeah. So taking that leap of faith, that's awesome. Um, what intentional actions did you take to just start the podcast? Really, it was um, just wanting to, because, you know, podcasting is trending and I wanted to learn some new skills and put some of the skills that I had already into something new. Um, and so the intentional action was um, getting a co-host right? Because a lot of times I'm not going to be accountable to myself. It's like, I want to do this right. thing, but I could, you, you know, and there's no immediate reward with podcasting and there's no, like, no one says, Hey, you need to get this done. Um, so there's a, so having a co-host has been great because we hold each other accountable to it. And it's like, okay, right. we need to get this. Um, and so that's been huge. Um, and I think beneficial for both of us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we both, um, we talk about this in the podcast, but we both have ADHD. So yeah. Yeah. sometimes we're very e- easily distracted, but then some, uh, oftentimes they'll find like, David will be like, I worked the whole day and he'll send me this <laughs> list of stuff he did. And I'm like, holy crap, 
I was off with my family or I was not, but then it's like opposite. There's times where I'm like, I did all these things. And he's like, Oh, I was sleeping. (laughs) Right. Whatever it was, but it works out really well because we also, then sometimes when one of us, you know, we just keep each other in balance and our timing, um, it, it has worked out really, really well. I feel like we have a really good partnership. So, which is important if you're going to work with somebody, you really want to make sure you can jive and, and support each other and make progress with each other versus hinder each other. Yeah. Right. And And so how do you go? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And I was just going to say real quick, we're both very, we both have very different strengths and weaknesses. Um, One thing I see entrepreneurs do is they'll like get together with someone really similar to them, but they both have the same strengths and the same weaknesses and those weaknesses compound. So the fact that ours are different really plays well with you. Like yeah, helps us balance we have that. very different personalities. <laughs> like we we have like very similar. Like we we can talk about anything, but we're just like super different lives, super different personalities. It makes it interesting. Right. Yeah, and I also think like just you know you have a strength that maybe David doesn't, and that but David has a strength that you don't. So it's like you guys get you still can get everything done because one or the other has that strength, right? So exactly. oh totally and we gain from each other like David is way more laid back than me I like yeah. I constantly am trying to learn to go with the flow but it's not my strength <laughs> and I have a little too much flow. but you know what it's <laughs> it's great that you're admitting you know this is not my strength you know and you're open about it so it is what it is and I think you guys are great partners together honestly you work well together thanks <laughs> yeah just, of course the one thing I I like about the podcast as well is just going back with the name is that uh, we love talking to people about not knowing what's going on because it's such an important thing to number one, admit, which a lot of people don't like to admit it off the bat. Like, hey, I don't literally know what I'm doing right now because they have so much pride and so much ego and that Mm -hmm. lack of admitting it holds them back from reaching the goal or whatever thing that they want to do. Yeah. Nothing is wrong with not knowing what you're doing. In fact, anytime, like think about, you could even think about a baby learning to walk. Like they don't fall on their butt and cry once and then never walk again. None of us would walk if that was the case. Like it's, we start off knowing how to fail and keep going, but then at some point we get in our heads and we're like, oh, this is bad. It's bad to not be good at this the first time I tried it. It's bad to not know how to do something. Mm-hmm. And obviously everyone is a beginner multiple times in their lives. I mean, Absolutely. if you're alive, you are. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Interesting. So when you guys are interviewing people, do you have a certain um, criteria? Like what is your dream guest? Who are you bringing onto the show? We, I mean, I think we love to, we've gone to a lot of like local, um, local businesses that we know, um, or because we want to talk to someone who has branched out, who has said, oh my gosh, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and jumped and leaped and made it happen anyway, because we want them to share, Hey, here, here's what I did here's what didn't work. Here's what I had no idea that I even was up against. Like we, um, 
interviews, interviewed a woman who owns a jazzercise company. And she was yeah. talking about, she's like, I didn't know I had to learn how to be a DJ too. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. she's, like, <laughs> she's like, I had to learn how that to sound use sound equipment. Yeah. Um, and then uh, like, we've, d- we've done a lot of interviews. We also want to really inform folks. We, um, had a guest on who really was informing us about politics in the United States and how to be involved, not necessarily like, oh, here, vote. Oh, are we frozen? Oh, there we go. We're back. I was, we were frozen for a second there, but you were, you were just speaking about the politics. Yeah, like it's one of those where we didn't want to necessarily say, oh, you should vote this way or that way. But it was like, how do you even go about getting involved? A lot of millennials were like, oh, we don't talk about politics or, oh, I don't do politics. How many times have I heard, I don't do politics? And it's like, right, we are politics. Like we are mm-hmm. them. We create the political climate every adult who's of voting age, but it's, right. and it's funny, David and I fell on that spectrum. So it's not like ju- there's no judgy for anybody, but our, uh, our guest, she was phenomenal and just giving us like step-by-step step, here's what you can do just to, to learn more, more about your area to, Hey, what <laughs> do you care about? Like, so it's those kinds of things we want to give people like, here's some information, here's some nutritional information, here's some you can take it, you can use it, you can apply it. And then you can also right. see, oh, how did this person go from being in, you know, medicine to being a politician? How did they start from corporate world being a microgreens, like distributor, distributor yeah. in Boulder, Colorado? Right. Like, how did you start here and end up so somewhere so different and right. do it successfully? Absolutely. I love, I love, if you can't tell, I love the people we interview. Like, yes. And that is important. Yeah. yeah. They, I, you know, I want, and I want them to have exposure to be able to, right. you know, sh- get their story out and share their knowledge with people and what they have to offer because they are phenomenal people. Yeah. So I don't know. And- who's, our, who's our dream guest? <laughs> Sorry, David. I'm like, no, it's funny because <laughs> is always like super amped up after we interview someone. She's like, that was amazing. no, that makes me happy because they're doing it within people that you want to work with. Exactly. Yeah. And so well, and people who are making a difference. Like, I think that's right. all of our guests and the people we want on our show. And we're like, oh, that person should be on our show. Mm-hmm. They make a difference in the lives of people. And that's right. the one thing that I found, I think I kind of said it before, is that people who have been successful are always much more willing to admit like, yeah, I didn't know what I was doing. Um, uh-huh. And I made all of these mistakes where it's the people who aren't successful yet, who seem to be less hesitant. They're like, oh, everything's fine. Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. So just being able to admit, like, just hear the stories about like, I was living in my car or I was um, broke and I was on my last dollar and I had to struggle. I was living with my girlfriend. Um, those kind of stories of people who are in the struggle who have right. overcome and gotten somewhere I think are so relatable. Um, I was just going to say that's, uh, that's actually what's relatable, right? Your story is what in the truth, like the truth is what's going to be relatable, you know, the struggles, yeah. because like, like you said, so many, like you don't just get there overnight. There's so many exactly. struggles along the way. And um, 
so to share those stories for people to listen and be able to relate to one or, not, or another, it's really important, right? It gives them hope as well. Mm-hmm. So I love it. So how do you go about getting your customers uh, referrals or just like, how do you go about a little, that? A little bit of each. So we'll, okay. um, a lot of it's within our network or we'll get referrals. Yeah. We have a whole application kind of like you guys do for people. To okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Now, what is it like for like close? Do you close a lot of um, sales or anything off coming from the podcast or anything like that to get people into programs? How does that ratio work with um, what you're doing? So the podcast for the length of it was just more kind of conversations and exposure and kind of some affiliate stuff. Um, we have right. just started. So if um, your listeners want to go to as well, idkwtfpod.com. Um, and then forward slash friends, we have a whole ebook now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some programs to help people get started. Cause what we found is there's two sides of it, right? So there's the people who have been successful. We like hearing those stories. Um, and our goal is to encourage other people who are thinking about doing something or making a change or starting a business or setting new boundaries in their relationships or doing something uncomfortable, taking uncomfortable action. The first thing to overcome is that first initial state of overwhelm. People are frustrated, they're overwhelmed, there's maybe too much information, and then they quit and don't do anything. Right. Um, so we've developed a guide to help people go through the four steps of how to go from overwhelm and frustration into calmness and clarity so that they can reach their goal. Um, and so that's a totally free ebook. It covers all, all of those steps on there. And then um, if people need more information, we have uh, almost $1,200 worth of courses and content that we're giving out as well. And that's just, um, I think like 197 on there. Um, so if they get yeah, a book, they get the access. It's a really great deal. Well, and I think, I mean, we'd love for you guys to go check out our ebook, but right. so essentially the four steps are admitting that you don't know what the fuck is going on, <laughs> like that you don't know what you're doing and right. like, that's where to start. And then, um, then the second step is forgiveness Yes, and really forgiving yourself and being okay with not knowing what's going on and maybe some of the mistakes that you've made. Um, and then step number three is discovery questions. So it's like, okay, what am I working on? Like getting down to like figuring out what those next steps are for yourself. Mm-hmm. And then the final step is joining a supportive community and getting the right people in your life to help you, to help encourage you and support you to get to your goal. Yeah. So we elaborate a lot about that. And then actually in our ebook, I think it's, I think it's really cool. It was David's idea. So I'm like, our ebook is so cool. <laughs> but, <laughs> it was David's idea. Like there's some QR codes and things. So like yeah. little links that you can follow to like, you know, get that relatable or um, listen to, you know, different TikToks or podcasts or, you know, things that are going to make a difference that are on right. the same subject line as our ebook. So it's just, it's interactive. And I think it's fun. perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that all sounds great. What is, how do you go about monetizing your podcast? Well, that's actually what we're in the process of because we've done okay. a lot of it. And initially it was more like, okay, let's expose our individual businesses. But then we were like, right. we love this. 
this is fun. We have a blast with it. And so that's where we're like, okay, let's do an ebook. And actually our season three, which is going to be starting in January is we're basically going to be breaking down kind of the topics in our ebook even more and doing different podcasts and like different little facets of it and really like digging in. So we'll have our interviews and then our individual podcasts will be like a very specific theme for season three that'll be out beginning of the year. And that'll lead into courses and coaching and yeah. Into courses. Okay. Oh, that's so exciting. You guys. Well, congratulations on all that. It's crazy. You're already on season three. Yeah. It's super cool. It's exciting. It's exciting. And now what would your biggest focus be with your podcast this year? Besides, is there anything else that you think is like, what else would your biggest focus be besides, you know, season three and everything within that? Well, I think definitely we both have some ideas for some online trainings um, that we can create. I think um, probably additional eBooks, like there's definitely, we both have a wealth of knowledge And I think it's been fun for us to tap into it, Mm -hmm. to share it and, you know, to continue, like we absolutely want to just give as much of it away as possible. But then on the other side, how can we make it easy for other people to access? Exactly. Yeah. And so that's the the big difference with season three. It's going to be very targeted and a very clear message and exactly show people the exact steps to take to get from that clear, that state of overwhelms into clarity. So this has right. been kind of fun, just like sharing the stories and everything, but now we're just getting really clear and showing people step-by-step step what to do. Okay. Yeah, so we haven't talked about what, what would be after season three, but I have this feeling that come like spring when we're like in the middle of it, we're going to be like, this is season four. And then hopefully end of next year, we'll be doing season four and like yeah. another like clear path. And I think that's that's where it seems like it's going and we're both excited about it. So, right. So you, you're getting that clear vision and basically setting up those road, uh, that roadmap to success and, uh, starting season three and then four and then five. That's exciting. Yeah. You guys are doing really good. That's incredible. So like based on where you are today, if you were to double or triple your revenue and profit in one year, what would the changes be what would what changes would need to be made um I think what we're really looking at is giving out like delegating because both of us right now yeah do everything and it's fun like we really like giving us more time to actually create is huge. And I think we're both mm-hmm. a little bit like controlling because we're like, we like it like this and it's working. Yeah. And, right. and so, but it's like, you know, getting a virtual assistant, having someone do all of our editing, those things yeah. would allow us more time to create the content that we want to create. Mm-hmm. So that's like a huge piece. Cause I know the more time we have to focus on content creation, the better quality the content is going to be, yeah. which I right. think is going to be a huge piece of creating more revenue. Absolutely. And like, instead of putting, you know, all your energy all over the place, you know, cause then you're only getting 10% here, 10% there. And then there's nothing, you know, opposed to if you were to hire someone to start doing that 
that stuff, then you have yeah. more time to put where, you know, where the money can be made and stuff like that. Exactly. So I totally, yeah. I totally get, uh, you're not alone there. There's a lot of people that, you know, <laughs> they're struggling. They're like, okay, I'm doing it all on my own and I love it, but maybe it's time to let someone else step in and I focus more on this, you know? So and I imagine, you know, that. And so one thing a lot of people will ask about is they're like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. Um, but it's really three businesses on its own. It's the whole technical side where you have the equipment, mm-hmm. the sound, the audio, the recording, the editing. Then it's like the marketing side, mm-hmm. getting people to find the podcast. And then it's the business side. Oh, yeah, and, the how marketing to and social media in the marketing. You can't yeah. leave out the social media piece. Like that's, mm-hmm. I mean, because social media absolutely can mm-hmm. propel any business forward, but it takes a lot of time and effort to right. do it properly. Yeah. So and to okay. attract the right people. I think it's yeah. huge attracting the right niche of people that you're that that you're that will actually benefit from it and that you that align with your visions and mission and everything like that you know um it's super important to have know who your targeted audience is and who you want to interview and everything like that um yeah so there's a lot of work to be put into it you know it's not it's not definitely not super simple I wouldn't say it's a lot of fun though you know it definitely can be. Absolutely. Totally. And I think, yeah, I think though growing, that's going to be the main thing is for us to find the right people to partner with, um, to give us more time. Cause I know David and I honestly were like idea factories will be like, Oh, we should do this. Oh, what about that? And like, if we had time to flesh out those ideas, right, the sky's the limit really. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you can do so much more than right. So, and bring in so much more revenue. Um, but yeah, like I said, you guys aren't alone. There's like, honestly, so many people I interview are in the same boat. Um, I, I honestly think everyone is at the beginning. Right. And like, like you guys actually didn't start your podcast, like historically long ago, you know, so not really. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this, this all was amazing. You guys, I just want to thank you again for jumping on today and bringing in your valuable insights, because I know that it would speak to the audience. Um, but if anyone in the audience is looking to reach out to you, Teresa and David, what would be the best way to go ahead about, um, getting a hold of you guys? I think the best thing, if you go to idkwtfpod.com, uh, forward slash friends, get that ebook. It has links to our private group. Um, yeah, we have, podcast a, we have a private there. Facebook group. I mean, also we have our individual websites and our individual offerings as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you can find us on, on Facebook, you can find us on Instagram, like, yeah, you, you can find us on all the socials too. So, um, and, and IDKWTF show on Facebook and Instagram Mm -hmm. is what we're at. But all the links are in that free book and there's not even an email capture on it. You can just go download it. You don't even have to put in an email. You don't, you're not required to give your email. Like we're trusting you people. So come, (laughs) come check it out and, and get the free ebook because it's full of lots of good stuff. Perfect. Perfect, guys. Anything else you want to share with the audience before we jump off? I don't think so. Thank you so much for having us. Really appreciate you. Absolutely. Perfect. Thanks so much again, you guys, for jumping on. And if anyone's looking to connect with Teresa and David, you know, 
go, go follow them and um, get in contact group. If you're listening and enjoy, please like, and subscribe. If you're a six figure or higher entrepreneur, want to come on the podcast for an interview, we would love to have you just go to podcastrebels.com. Thanks again, everyone. See you on the next episode. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.